Do you know what it will entice you to clean? If your house smells like a beach afterward and it doesn't smell like, you know, cleaning products. Well, enter Clorox. They can transform your space into a tropical getaway by upgrading your cleaning routine with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. It smells like coconut. It cleans like Clorox and it feels like inspiration. With a refreshing scent that will leave your home clean and fresh, elevating any room into an oasis. Now you can express your style and get shiny clean, get Clorox Sentiva at a nearby retail store, also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it, Ben. Where did you hear this? On Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all with 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. Ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this. To check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. All right, ladies, let's be real. Who here actually enjoys shaving their legs? Yeah, absolutely no one. I know this. Get this, Nair. Yes, Nair, the OG, has leveled up. They've got these new sensational shower creams and body creams that smell absolutely amazing. I know this is not the smell that you're thinking of from the 90s when your mom first pulled this out for you. These smells will light up your bathroom, honestly. They'll make your shower experience better. It smells like a spa, actually. Oh, yeah. And how do you know this? Well, I just, I mean, Nair's in the household. So anytime Nair's used, it smells like a spa. You probably don't even know what it does. It takes hair away. <laughs> it works in as little as three minutes. You don't have to bother with nicks, cuts, shaves, and the smooth lasts so much longer than shaving. You're also not going to have to deal with any of those shave bumps or anything like that because the bumps are just as annoying as the nicks, right? Nair's new sensational shower and body creams are free of all the nasty chemicals like phthalates and sulfates. You can feel good about what you're putting on your skin and you could have a little bit of a me time moment with Nair, the number one hair removal brand. Smell for yourself. And as Ben, Ben smelled for himself and he likes it. It's Ben approved. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- 
and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. What's up? This is your boy Lil Duval and check out my podcast Conversations with Unc on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio. Hey guys, welcome to the Almost Famous Podcast finale. Oh my gosh. Today, Ben is en route to the iHeartRadio Music Festival in Vegas. So I am here with a bachelor expert, Chris Bukowski, and his girlfriend, Anna Redman of Matt James season. These two have been together for a little while now. We're going to get into their relationship later in the show. But of course, we have some pressing finale matters to attend to. Hello, guys. Welcome to the show. Hi. Hey, Ashley. Thanks for having us. Well, thank you so much for being here. Chris, I saw you on Twitter yesterday. And you agreed with me on what I think is the most massive moment of the entire finale, which was the whole Avon interrupting Tino's hot seat and then pulling um, and pulling Rachel off. So I'm glad we we agree. But also, I wonder if we needed a perspective of somebody who is more on the other side, like more team. Let's not do teams. But you know what I mean? Who doesn't have as much empathy as we do for Tino in that spot? And uh, I'm just jumping into this scene. We're going to jump. Into this. OK, fine. We shouldn't jump into this. Scene. Ah! Um, but just quick, quick take. What what is your quick take on that moment? I think they should have taken Tino off stage and then had him come on and do what they did. I think it was just so awkward for everyone to watch Tino stand there. Um, but again, okay. I think we have more empathy for anyone who's in that situation just because we've all been there. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Okay. So let's get, let's, you know, there's like a whole bunch of like filler content in the beginning. Let's go into that final rose ceremony. There's just no doubt in both of our minds that this is going to end in an engagement for Rachel and Tino, right? Yeah. Sure. yeah. <laughs> right? Like this <laughs> is like. always doubt. Okay. All right. Fine. There's a little oh, yeah. doubt, but like the entire time, Tino has been like the only guy that is really like, I'm ready for an engagement. And we all know that that is Rachel's like number one priority. Right. Which oh. I think is a bigger red flag if someone's like, yeah, I'm gung ho for an engagement versus someone being like, let's think about this. Okay. We'll elaborate on that. Do you think that the premise of the show should be different? No, but I don't think someone being hesitant or saying that expressing their feelings towards it is like that big of a red flag oh of course not yeah. yes, I would rather yes someone have like take it as like a serious thing and like let's talk about it versus someone being like yeah i'll just give you a ring there's so much silliness to all of this because rachel was all about like i gotta get engaged you gotta get engaged you gotta get engaged right she mm-hmm. gets engaged to tino that falls apart she yeah. like gives back the ring there's like there's 
there's a lot of gray area, which again, I do want to jump into in a second, but a lot of gray area as to when this ring was handed back when they broke up if they were on a break there's like so much i think to tino's side that we're not hearing um and it's just funny because like it sounds as if there was a moment where she wanted to give back the ring to end the engagement that she wanted so so badly and then ends up with and then quote quote ends up with avon in the end right so it's like maybe he had an idea. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So anyway, the two of them get engaged. You can see the entire time. Well, because this is, I think, one of the only proposals that we've ever seen where like that little yellow square is at the bottom, the entire proposal, it's all given away. Like there's no fluttery feelings. They may have done that on purpose so that we wouldn't get like, we wouldn't feel like really sad about them not being together. But Rachel's Rachel's face this entire time, whenever there's a live moment has given away the ending for all of us. Yeah. Her face didn't move. For we her. were like, yeah. she is so sad right now. She's not Oh, <laughs> so sad. So not happy. When we saw it, like, Honestly, the past two weeks we've seen this. Um, since men tell all, we're just like something that is not gonna go well for her. Um, but yeah, so during the proposal, we know that they're not together because her face tells it all. And then we see her family's face, they're not happy either. And that sucks, you know. Like, we obviously want Rachel to end up with somebody. I felt something between her and Tino the entire time. How about you guys? Who did you feel like she should have ended up with? I feel like she had her like mindset on him and that's what was going to happen. He's a great looking dude. It seemed like they got along. Um, but again, I think it came down to him being willing to give her the ring at the end, even if that didn't mean it was the strongest relationship. Yeah, I, I agree. I think she had her mindset on him. Um, I'm not sure if he had his mindset on yeah. her, um, but you know, I mean, if there's someone there, you want to pursue them to the fullest. And it's not like you don't want to just do it, you know, to do it if it's not the person you want to end up with. Um, so I think that's kind of where Rachel was at in that situation. Mm -hmm. I had a lot of thought. I had like um, complicated, like a, a roller coaster of feelings towards, you know, the entire time. At first, I was like, oh my God, what chemistry? Like, this is like that guy, that studly guy that you want to see as part of the franchise. Like, he makes the franchise better. Uh, you know, like a, like a, like a, like a Tyler C. Like he makes the franchise better. Uh, like you look a lot of like, I was thinking that. There's a thing. There's like yeah. a, a vibe, right? There's a vibe. So then, um, so then I started to feel like he was just a player. I was like, oh man, this guy, like not here, but he doesn't really like her. Like I feel like he just wants to win this thing. He's a faster mm -hmm. fan. He wants to win. And then... I started to really feel like he likes her a lot. And that's where I ended up. That's where I still end up, actually. I still feel like he really likes her. I know that I'm going to get so much crapola at the end of this episode because people are going to be like, oh, my God, actually, he cheated on her. He cheated on her. We're going to get to that. Let's get to it now. <laughs> but, and, and, and go ahead. Um, I just, I feel like when you're in a public relationship, you have to... Or not public relationship, but on this show while you're filming and then after until like after the final girl is done, you're constantly thinking about optics and like you hate to say it, but people are going to do what looks best for them. Like I think Tino had it in his mind. Like if I apologize, 
if I can get back to where I can save myself in this situation. Not saying he doesn't like her or doesn't have any feelings, but I do think that is something he was thinking about. I just think for Tino, there might have been slight ulterior motives um, to just kind of flip the script towards his side in this situation. Ulterior motives, like as of the motives that we heard that Eric had? No. I, opportunities? No, I Not think opportunities. He- I just think like when you're the villain of a season, you're getting a shit ton of shit thrown at you all the time. And I think he knew that was going to happen. And he wanted to just maybe try to take control of the situation a little bit more. And again, that's, I'm not undermining his feelings. Like he could, he could be head over heels in love with her. I just think, I don't know. We'll never know. Exactly. We'll never know until we have Tino and Rachel on this podcast, which hopefully is going to happen soon. We do have Rachel coming on this week and we are working on getting Tino I think it's okay if I say that he and Ben have spoken before. So we have a little, we have a little of an inside knowledge. We have a, we have like a, a side of the story that we feel like we've heard first before last night. So now it creates more of a debate in our head. Anyway, let's go to the cheating part. So what happens is Rachel basically, does she say on stage? I'm not even sure like how this unfolds, but she basically tells us there's been, difficulties right it has not been smooth sailing since that engagement like maybe they had two weeks of pleasantries and then it went to like rocky road and and then he then he cheated on me that's how we heard it and it's just like again guys i am not downplaying this kiss okay i really want everybody to know i do consider this i do consider a kiss cheating for sure I know people are going to bring back, bring up my story with Jared. Yes. I kissed Jared in the airport. It was cheating. Um, But we do get this story only from Rachel herself there, which I think is a little unfair. She's the one that's sitting there solo and says, it got rocky and he cheated on me. Let's go watch the footage. (laughs) What do you think about that? They're in a relationship. They're engaged. Yeah. I would be pissed if we were engaging and kiss someone. Not saying we wouldn't work through it, but it's like, that it, that's big. That is a big thing. I think she deserves to be upset about that. Huge. Oh, for sure, for sure. But is it like a relationship ender if you think this is your one and only engaged, we're going to get married? Again, I don't know. But also, they're, it's like they're in the beginning of a relationship, even though they're engaged. I'm okay. Again, I'm now not being clear enough because I'm not downplaying. I'm not downplaying the importance of this cheating moment. Mm -hmm. I'm wondering if there's more to this, if she's leaving out lots of parts of the story on that stage without Tino there to interrupt and be like, wait, wait a second. You're missing the, you're missing the time that led me to that moment. And then at one point they were like, threatening each other to draw oh. dirt on oh, TikTok. Like, why God. the hell is this happening? Like if anything, just protect your families, protect yourself of certain crap. Obviously you yeah. want to, why would you allude to there even being drama? Cause then that's going to be dug up. Exactly. So toxic to me. I mean, I didn't know that. That moment was huge, but it alluded to me even more. There's so much to this story missing. So that's why I was so upset when they had the moment with Avon, because we're getting, even if like, if he cheated on her, you suck, you suck and you don't deserve her. 
and like I'm not condone like it you're blah, gross but I but I feel like it was particularly cruel to do what they did with Avon coming on stage because I don't think we got the whole version of the story because they so they basically told us we did it mm-hmm. Chris your thoughts yeah I mean here's the thing is Tino had no shot um you know Obviously, Rachel's going to have the opportunity to tell her side of the story. Um, the majority of the pe- and yes, what what he did obviously was wrong, and there's you know there's 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 nothing okay with that. But there is a lot more to the story. There always is, um, and he didn't really get the opportunity to kind of say that. And by the time he did get up there and have the opportunity, he was he had no shot. <laughs> I mean, he was just also like she didn't really let him talk much, and I didn't like that. Um, obviously, she was upset and stuff while he was up there, but. He didn't really have a shot to apologize, um, truly. Maybe, I don't know, it wasn't really genuine or, or whatnot, but I don't think, you know, I think she could have been more uh, receptive of, you know, what he was trying to say. And obviously they both have a lot more to say, which we don't we don't know about. Um, so, you know, I don't I didn't feel bad for him by any means, but I also felt like they went way too far um, as far as, yes, they buried that guy. They buried him on stage, and then they did even worse when they brought um, Aiden back onto the stage, which was the most awkward thing I've probably ever seen in the 10 years I've been watching the show. Like, it wasn't even pleasant to watch. And yeah. I feel like once you get to the finale, you want those warm, bubbly feelings because you just spent how many months invested in these people? And it's like, they kind of gave us that with Gabby. They, but yeah. Like, I wanted. I want to feel like I am being hugged by bachelor nation at the end and that was just like a slap in the face to viewers as well it was like my heart was pounding like i felt like i was involved personally because it just it felt so intrusive and it felt such like a bully fest like you know we've talked in the past about bullying and how the mental health of these contestants we've done it on these tell-alls and i just feel like that moment was bullying because yeah he didn't he didn't have like there. He was never gonna win, right? You're just saying they like, right. they buried him. He really had no opportunity. Also, he's just he's not quick on his feet. Mm-hmm. Um, Rachel is just you know she is she she knows exact you know she knows how to handle a moment like that, and he does not. Also, and then the whole audience. Yeah. Also, like the whole, you know, this guy's had so much time to think about this. You know, what am I going to say? How am I going to, how am I going to save myself? Or how do I do this without bringing up stuff that we don't want to bring up? You know, and like once you get up there and you're trying to explain yourself or or say things, it's just it never comes out the way you want. Never, (laughs) never. Yeah. So he was he was in a tough spot. Yeah. You were talking about it, and not to feel like she wants this true apology. But when I was watching him, like he, he doesn't And then she was like, she, he wrote me a letter apologizing. Hopefully he apologizes to, I'm like. She ended by saying he didn't even apologize. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's like, like, how much more, like you're gonna drag yourself down even more trying to get this from someone who, he's just not gonna give you what you want. At this yeah. Point. I did a poll on my Instagram last night. Uh, let me pull up what the current numbers are. 
Okay, so I said, what are your thoughts on the moment? Was it cruel, spiteful, and unnecessary, or he deserved it? So eight, 68% say it was cruel, spiteful, and unnecessary, and 32% said that he deserved it. The show, regardless of like what their thoughts were in that moment, they definitely got mm. chatter. They got chatter. We are all talking about it. We all felt something in that moment. And, you know, uh, we'll, we'll you know, you know, you know. There's a thought. Um, the the other thing that I wanted to point out was that there was like, I'm all about the female empowerment. We love our bachelorettes, love them. They typically stay with their final person longer, um, and they typically just handle the entire experience with more grace and poise and intelligence. <laughs> And I, you know, love the girls in the audience. We had Becca, Michelle, and Caitlin. I do feel like it was a little bit of a girl gang thing. I feel like they were trying to set it up so that they'd have three bachelorettes that it didn't work out with. They're in, quote, support oh, of do. Rachel, um, even though, and, and then they were all going to be on her side. And I just felt like it was a little bit like, okay. Um, I love that we support our girls, but also let's not like bring down men like 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 let's not tear down men while supporting women. Do you know what I mean? And I feel like they I feel like what if we reverse this? No. And and we 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 embarrass a woman like this. If a girl kissed one of our bachelors mm. and then we had him get escorted out by his runner up no what like there be the whole fandom would be up in arms it seems like 68 percent of people did not like it um but i would say it was a hundred percent would not like it if it was a girl mm -hmm. absolutely everything everything that you see on these shows it's calculated it's calculated by producers it's calculated to get you to feel a certain way and i think the show knew that they were going to do this extreme thing and they wanted to back it up seeing like it was a, an empowering girl moment and that's why they had them in the audience. And then even if, like, you saw their TikToks, like, I think it was, like you said, it was all set up to look a certain way for objects. You know what I thought would have been more empowering for women or just in general for the show is if she actually, I'm not saying forgave him for everything he did, but at the end, forgave him. Like, okay, like, I'm moving on with my life. Yeah. I forgive you. This happened. This was, you know, that's the past. Like, mm -hmm. let's move on. Don't drag this guy. Don't bring this other man on the stage. And like, there's there's no lesson to be learned in that whole thing. Like, you you know, forgiveness is a lot more difficult than saying, you know, I'm, I'm sorry. you. You know, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. I thought that would have been a nice moment. And obviously, you know, it's it's tough when that happens to you. But man, if, if she was able to forgive him at the end of that, he walks off. Then, you know, Avon comes on and they have this whole thing. And I thought that would have been a real nice touch for the show. Wouldn't we have all felt better about that? Like, we'd felt good. We'd be more in support of whatever happens with Avon. It just would have given us more of that Bachelor ending that we crave. But I, I think the show could have, like, coached her to do that if they wanted. If they wanted that to happen versus the mess that we saw last night, they could have been like, we think, like, you should forgive him. Like, we all know that they put things in people's ears and you end up doing that, especially at these tell-alls. And... I don't know how much I could spell, but uh, they could have coached her a little more to have that warm, fuzzy ending that I think we all wanted. 
well, there's no doubt that we got ended with Gabby because we get the quote warm fuzzy ending. However, I I was so traumatized I know. by by the other moment that I couldn't enjoy it. My well, dad was like, for it too. They're like, go grab more wine. It's like, well, I don't I don't want to be stressed tonight. I want to feel good. Also, yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah. They just booted Rachel. Like it was like, all right, we're done with Rachel. Yeah. Now. Like you never saw her again after like she left with Ava. You know, felt weird. Yeah. Okay. I, again, I really, I can't get over this. So I'm just going to keep talking about it. We have to talk about um, Tino's face. Like the demoralization that was occurring was just so heartbreaking. Like, again, I don't care. Even if you're like a crappy person or let's not even call him a crappy person. Let's just call him um, somebody who made a big mistake. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no need to just totally destroy humiliate demoralize somebody like the way that they did with this and it was all over his face which was so heartbreaking to me and i I know i know people out there are gonna be like but ashley he demoralized her by kissing another girl totally respect that side i'm not saying i don't see it but again it's not like one hurt cancels out another hurt you know whatever that expression is Mm -hmm. um so I mean, did you, how did you guys feel just looking at his face? It looked like he was on the verge of tears. Like, I thought he was going to start crying, which, Something like, can I be done? Are we done? Like, can, can this be over? Like, that's what he was mouthing. And I just was like, oh, cause like, that's the worst. He's standing in the audience that is booing him. He just had, he like, he basically just got slapped in the face by someone else taking his girl, but not his girl, but. Yeah. Uh, also, like, didn't get anywhere with this conversation that he probably intended to have. It was just like whammy after whammy after whammy. And it, I'm yeah. also going to go on a limb here and say that Avon probably didn't want to do that. Yeah. 100%. He did not. I was just clapping and dropped my mic. Yes, he did not. That I would was... never do that. I would, I would, you know, if they're like, you should do this. I'm like, mm, I mean. I bet I... he didn't know he would, Tino would still be out there. They did they no have any friendship? Out. Did they have any friendship? I don't even think it matters. You just don't do that to like a person. Any human. Yeah, it's just brutal. But it seemed like when once he walked out there, I think once he saw the situation too, he, it was almost like because it wasn't as sweep you off the feet, Prince. Charles. Oh, like it was kind of timid for what the moment was supposed to be, and I think it's because he realized Tino was out there and he didn't. Anna, and there's a good good chance, just knowing how things unfold, that that Aiden did not know. Yeah. I really don't think he knew. And once he stepped out, you could do 1000%. I don't even have to say it again. What you said was perfect. He yeah. did not. Like, he was like, oh, God, how am I? I I'm so embarrassed that I am doing this. Mm-hmm. I don't want to make this move. I think this move is gross. And then Rachel's face. I didn't like Rachel's expression. Rachel was like, ah, my moment. Oh, my yeah. moment. She had no empathy at all. And I don't know. Maybe. Maybe I would be like that because I would I try to put myself in moments like this. I, you're, you're just I know my I know myself. I'm not perfect. I'm not an angel. There's lots of times where I just want to get back at someone. And that would have been one of the bachelor moments that I just want to get back at someone. I may have smiled and had that vindicated feeling, too. Mm-hmm. I need to like put myself in that position. Um, but I just feel like in the position of me sitting here. I was just like, oh, my God, I don't care if he kissed another girl. I would have been so sad for him. And I wouldn't want him to be embarrassed like this. But then again, I, I, I really, guys, I'm trying to see both sides. And I may have responded under the spotlight the way that she did. I'm thinking if someone who really hurt me 
I I would yeah. like smile. Like, and also it's See? like it's kind of like when if you watch Crime Junkies or anything or listen to it, they're like, you never know how you're gonna react. Yes. Are you gonna smile? Are you gonna laugh awkwardly? Are you gonna cry? Like, you never really know. So I don't want to put too much weight into her reaction, but also this yeah. this was her last time to really you know, do anything, do anything in a positive light for herself. So I think, yeah, you know, she was trying her best she still to make wants sure. a happy ending. Yeah, I think you're right. I think I probably would have been like, ah, screw you. Look at this shining moment for me. I know myself well enough to know that I probably would have responded the same. So <laughs> forget my initial comment. So guys, um, one last thing before we move on from this, I did find a tweet last night that I thought was super interesting. It was a response to one of mine. This person said, isn't it wild that we are supposed to be pleased with Avon popping up like it's some happy ending. Yet last time we saw him, he was accused by Rachel of leading her on while he was saying that he wasn't ready to get engaged. How long is our collective attention span? I saw that one. Zero. <laughs> I, I guess. I guess the last time they technically were together, she was, they were like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Um, on that night, on that, you know, finale uh, hot seat. But let's not forget the conversation that broke them up. Right. Yeah. No, it, it is interesting to comment on Bachelor, Bachelor Nation's attention span because it's like zero. Things get flipped. They forget, like, even remember, like, filming. I was like, my ponytail wasn't up when we were doing this, and you're doing another ITM. Yeah. Like, the audience won't notice. And guess what? They didn't. Like, yeah. as much as Bachelor Nation loves being sleuths and, like, looking into things because it's fun, paying attention to details doesn't really happen as often as we think or we'd like to think it does. Oh, yeah, 1,000%. And another thing that I would have loved to hear from Jesse, which obviously the timing wasn't bright, but I would love to, I guess, talk to Rachel about when she comes on this podcast is what are your thoughts now on getting engaged at the end? Do you think it's as much of a must as it was, or do you think that even may have had a point? Yeah, I think that'd be, I think we all want to hear the answer to that question. I think hindsight's 2020. You grow, you learn things that you wanted a couple or a year ago, a couple months ago, might not be the same, especially after she's gone through all of this, which is like such a life-changing, mind-changing thing. Her answer will probably 100%. 1,000%, because I am a totally different person, especially emotionally and like how I process my emotions because of this show. So I just think that that was probably one of the biggest lessons she got from it was just being like, ah, prioritize the, sol the solidarity of the relationship instead of the and they even said like on tv he was the whole again when they were going back and forth and he was like well i went to therapy for you like so obviously they're both trying to work on themselves but it was just weird that dirty laundry was aired a little i'm going to take a break right now because i want to talk guess what just a little bit more about this and then we'll move on to gabby see you in a sec <laughs> What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. 
We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works. And for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin for trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it. Where did you hear that rumor, Ben? Oh, Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all. With 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. So like how to budget for a hot date in Malta like Joey went on? (laughs) Yeah. Or how to baby step your way to being a millionaire before you're 35. Okay, I'm looking at this episode on how much people spend on dating apps. One guy is spending $499 a month. He should really apply for The Bachelorette. (laughs) (laughs) Or this one episode, which is what our Amazon purchase history says about us. Why don't you just go and tap that subscribe button, Ashley? Um, Say less. This is really, really interesting. So to check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Just search Smart Money Happy Hour and hit that subscribe button, which I just did. Your wallet and your next road trip will thank you. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. 
Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. The Home Depot wants every mom to have their own outdoor oasis this Mother's Day. Whether that be a new space to relax or a beautiful garden upgrade, at The Home Depot, you can give mom a gift that's as unique as she is with a stylish and comfortable place to entertain or relax for the mom who does it all. And with convenient delivery, you won't have to stress over getting it to her either. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers for the mom who's great with gardening? Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens with the Home Depot's Mother's Day savings event happening now. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Start your Mother's Day shopping and saving today by checking out the Home Depot's extensive selection online at homedepot.com or directly in-store near you with convenient pickup and delivery options. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. And we're back. And Anna just had a great thought before the break. She was talking about how they went to therapy or like, did they collectively go to therapy or was she going through therapy and he was like very supportive of that because she was going through a really tough time. She did say multiple times, I was going through a really tough time around the premiere of the show. Mm-hmm. Which I think, I think what you said where she went, which is great. Like, especially going through this, like I went through therapy all the, I don't think you can be a lead on the show or even like a crucial character and not have a hard time mentally with it. Yeah. Yeah. So, applaud her all the way for going to therapy 1000 percent. is that something that she wanted out there because i feel like he said it i don't know it's again they were just airing each other's dirty laundry and it felt like they were just trying to hurt each other up there versus find a conclusion chris it looks like you have thoughts yeah i don't think you like throw that out there as something like hey i did this so i deserve this right yeah we go to therapy you know first for ourselves because you know if, if you're not right with yourself, then there's no way you can be right in a relationship. Um, but I don't think you should use it as a, as a, as a crutch, um, you know, as like, hey, like, I went to therapy, like, I'm better, you know, I'm better than you for I was working on myself and all that stuff. Do you think that that's how she used it? I, I personally, yes, um, to an extent. And um, like, very, you know, kudos to her for going and working on herself. The hardest thing is, is to actually admitting that you need to go to therapy or you need therapy for help. But I also don't think it should be thrown around like that as, you know, something that she can almost use as an excuse that she was doing more than he was, um, you know, in the relationship. Like what? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Right. Like that is, is that exactly, exactly. Um, do you guys have anything to say about the moment where they're in the house and he brings out the, like what we're going to call just the bachelor burn book or the 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 the, the, the rachel burn They're book always mole skins that was the first thing i saw it's like you know we were just sitting down and i see him walking in with this notebook i'm like oh man he brought notes this is new, <laughs> new for him. um do we know what was even what was even in there I think he just like wants- three bullet points. Yeah, yeah. three bullet points. I, I get the intention of wanting to bring notes because, like, 
I don't know. I can't keep my mind straight, especially in an argument. There's also but... zero chance that he probably wanted to bring that notebook oh, in with him. They were probably like, write down your thoughts. <laughs> yeah. Write down everything you want to say and bring it to her. Yeah. We know. Um, yeah. But yeah, just it was all, again, nothing about the ending for those two felt good. Nothing felt good. It all felt icky watching all of it. And like, y- you want to be like, yeah, girl, give back that ring. But for some reason, how they edit it and film whatever on the back end, it didn't come off well. For mm-hmm. And they've done it before. Mm-hmm. They've done it with Becca and where you, or like Hannah Ann, where you have these empowering. Yes. Oh my God, the Hannah oh, Ann moment was so good. Why do we not like this one versus the other two? Is it times have changed or like what's going on here? That's, but again, I think that goes back to my initial argument. We feel like something's missing. And I now want to deep dive into what could have been missing because, again, they alluded to it. You go, both of them on stage. Do you want to get into that now? Do you really want to do that on TV? We Really? I thought we basically they said, like, the crux of it as what Rachel was referring to as difficulties. So vague. Um, and they were like, they basically had a pact that like, no matter what, they weren't going to go into on TV in respect, but then you don't give it to us. <laughs> I know. Don't give us nuggets to sit and like, now it's going to be worse. We're going to be like thinking the worst things happen in this relationship when it's probably just personal shit that no one wants yeah. to talk about. Yeah. But as you can, it's totally okay to keep things to yourself, even when you're in the limelight, you need to have those boundaries for yourself. And I hundred percent respect that for both of them mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah I, I, so we, so if we respect so much we will not do the dirty and <laughs> speculate what it was about <laughs> i think we can all just they probably had a really rough time and we've all had rough times in relationships and yeah it just it was probably hard because again you're starting off on this deep into a relationship but really how much do you know each other mm-hmm so there's not that strong foundation that a lot of relationships have, have by the time big things get brought up. And I can see how that can shake things yeah. and make it really difficult. Did you guys sense any, like, of her talking down to him? Well, yeah. Okay. But again, I, I think I would talk down to so If you hurt me, I would be like, yeah, but- boo, boo, boo. <laughs> I wouldn't be nice. Having those conversations already happened. Like, yeah, I don't know. It's like, yeah. why, you know, why bring it on stage? Obviously, it's it's a show, but why make it even way worse, you know, than it already is? <laughs> Obviously, yeah. that's what we, we live for and stuff. But, I think yeah, it- there's, the, there's the point. Where it's like, all right, I want to be the one that's right at the end of this. I want to want I want to be the one that looks the best at the end of this. And I, and I think a lot of that, a lot of the emotion that, you know, came out of Rachel was partially that and that's you know just kind of my opinion on that and i think it goes back to what you said before i think everything would have been better if there was an accepted apology like i i'm not going to choose you in the end this isn't going to be yeah. fixed, but i accept your apology thank you yeah do you know what maybe it wasn't even so much like uh, a talking down to i guess it was normally when we see these it's more of a fight. It's more of like his side, her side. And in this case, it just didn't seem like Tina was well, well, it seemed like Tina wasn't prepared to fight back. No. He just 
he just like he was just like, ah, I will sit here and get crushed and then my life will return back to normal yeah. and I will go into hiding. Yeah. He was a it was acceptance of yeah. crushing. There just was no fighting back, which I think or you know, there was like maybe a small attempt, but like it's just there was a powerhouse and then a weak house. Yeah. It was it was inverse the well, world. He so. fought back. It would look worse. And honestly, he's probably yeah. sick of it. Like it's they had the exact same conversation in the house that they had on the chair and nothing they was did. it wasn't like there should have been a little more mm-hmm. molding or prepping of that conversation so something else would happen mm-hmm. and before i leave this conversation <clears throat> i do want to say that like i know people will fall, will give us lots of crap again i'm saying this again um that people will give us lots of crap for defending a cheater and again i'm not really trying to defend a cheater here i'm really not i think that there was just a lot that was missing and i wanted a lot more context um and i do want to watch the show back again i really really wanted to watch that part again and like analyze everything so i am an open book please send all your thoughts to me uh, about what unfolded and tell me where I'm wrong and all that. I actually got a text from one of my best friends this morning. She had no idea. Like she didn't see me on social media at all responding to this. She goes, I need to know how you feel about Tino and Rachel on stage with Avon. I have never been so happy with that. I hate cheating of any kind. And I was really not taking, and he really wasn't taking responsibility. And when Avon came out, I was so happy, all caps, mainly because Rachel was so happy. And that's why I watched the show for a happy ending. But I know some people feel bad, but that's expose him and make him feel like an ass make him feel stupid on live tv he got engaged kissed another girl i was shocked and happy but never did feel bad i'm an aries and i'm heartless and (laughs) but wow i'm shocked enjoy italy have lots of pasta wine and gelato (laughs) i guess yeah there's two sides i guess there There is six percent you said that we're really happy to watch it i just think again after you've been in a position of just having thrown at you, you have more empathy towards someone. Yeah. Which yeah. I remember watching the show before I went on, I'd probably been like, same as her. Yeah. But again, I think we've all seen the repercussions of what happens after that TV show turns off and like the DMs you get, the letters you get, your family getting death threats. Like, that's not what we want. And I think from our end, we're saying could have been a little nicer. Right. What was missing was Tino's dad, Mr. Franco. That's who wasn't there last night. And I thought he was going to be the next Barb. But now I think about it more and I think about how this ended. And I'm like, nah, they didn't need that extra layer there. So what do you guys think about his absence? Yeah, because Barb was in Peter's corner and Peter was the main character. So that made sense. Ah, the main character. Love that. He knows dad doesn't need to be there. And we don't need to throw any more hate towards that. I don't think they needed it. I don't, I don't think they needed it at all. But I'm guessing from a Tino's perspective, it would have been nice to have someone in his corner. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. And like optics from the audience, like when everyone's booing, I bet Tino's dad would have been like, you all. <laughs> oh my <laughs> God. They would have had to have that seven second delay would have had to have been oh, on. <laughs> that would have been good. Yeah, that would have been good TV. They yeah. should hire us. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, well guys, guess what? We just spent 40 minutes analyzing the Tino and Rachel showdown. And after this break, we are going to discuss Gabby and Eric. What keeps baby skin healthy? 
a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works. And for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. All that so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers free and gentle wipes for healthy baby skin for trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it. Where did you hear that rumor, Ben? Oh, Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all. With 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. So like how to budget for a hot date in Malta like Joey went on? (laughs) Yeah. Or how to baby step your way to being a millionaire before you're 35. Okay, I'm looking at this episode on how much people spend on dating apps. So one guy is spending $499 a month. He should really apply for The Bachelorette. (laughs) (laughs) Or this one episode, which is what our Amazon purchase history says about us. Why don't you just go and tap that subscribe button, Ashley? Um, Say less. This is really, really interesting. So to check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Just search Smart Money Happy Hour and hit that subscribe button, which I just did. Your wallet and your next road trip will thank you. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. 
Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. The Home Depot wants every mom to have their own outdoor oasis this Mother's Day. Whether that be a new space to relax or a beautiful garden upgrade, at The Home Depot, you can give mom a gift that's as unique as she is with a stylish and comfortable place to entertain or relax for the mom who does it all. And with convenient delivery, you won't have to stress over getting it to her either. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers for the mom who's great with gardening? Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to Bring out the most in our patios, walkways, and gardens with the Home Depot's Mother's Day Savings Event happening now. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Start your Mother's Day shopping and saving today by checking out the Home Depot's extensive selection online at homedepot.com or directly in-store near you with convenient pickup and delivery options. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. All righty, righty, righty. Um, we have got to talk about Gabby and Eric. So were you guys surprised to see him get down on one knee? I was a little surprised because we had that freak out moment where we weren't sure whether or not he was ready to get engaged. Um, but I will say the little yellow box and a lot of Gabby's expressions along the way during the live show made me feel like she was very happy and uh, I okay, so I wasn't as surprised at that moment to see him get down one knee that, that I would have been, you know, last week. I've been more surprised by paradise engagements than by that engagement last night. So not super surprised, but again, there's always doubt. Yeah. I was. <laughs> I mean, I was. I wasn't that surprised because I feel like um, obviously that's the end goal here uh, in the show, and you know, even he talked about how. Um, you know, he never watched the show and he was, it was going to be really hard for him to, to, you know, be, get an engagement at the end of the show. But if you, if you feel it, you feel it. I'm kind of sick of that narrative. I feel like we see it. We've seen it a lot lately in the past couple seasons. Of like, What's that? Well, I'm not ready to get engaged. It's like, yeah. oh, that's like literally the point of the show. Play along. Oh, Just play along. That has been, that has been a big narrative. You're like, right. Can we think of other narratives to push versus like, uh-huh unsure about getting engaged yeah there's like higher like there's more concerning things we could come up with for people yes but but to that point when you go on the show before you're like i am so ready to get engaged like yes but when it gets to the serious point of the show and you're like holy i might get engaged after this then you start thinking well am i ready to get engaged you don't really think like that until that opportunity is in front of you um so it's, it's completely different Thank you. Thank you, Chris, for bringing that up, because you have been in that point yeah. of the process multiple times as Anna and I have not been. Yeah. <laughs> so, so great. OK, thank you for bringing us into Bachelor Reality. 
<laughs> now we now I guess the real question is were you guys shocked to see them what seems to be happy now after lots of things have, have come out about him the blackface moment wasn't brought up kind of interesting the moment that I thought would really shake their relationship was the text thing that came out this week uh you guys are familiar but i will recap for the fandom um they that last week eric was there was a girl that came out that said that she and eric were dating before the show and that it was uh, that like he wanted to get back together with her after the show because he said it's just a show it's and my my priority here is to get opportunities you know it's all pretty much fake they even showed the text on the screen. I thought it was crazy that they <laughs> that they showed the text on the screen. Uh, I was like, "Bravo! This is good. This is good stuff." Uh, this is like, let's like let's have him respond to it directly, and he did. You know, he said like he didn't really understand the show until he was on it. Didn't really understand the feelings that he could like develop on the show, uh, and he did say that he effed up, and like he said sorry. You know, right? He said sorry. But I, I guess my question here is, do you think that it rattled their relationship, especially it coming out last week? Like, do you think that he ever said this to Gabby before it came out this week? Why? My answer is no, I don't think this ever came up to Gabby until last week. And two, do you think that, my question to you, do you think that it rattled him or rattled them more than it appeared? And my thought is it did. And it was just like, oh, man, the live show is right around the corner. My Dancing with the Stars premiere is right around the corner. I'm not dealing with this right now. Um, but I think they probably had a very, very rough week. I, But they did say they talked about it before. Oh, so they did? Like a straight up lie then? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. I missed that. I'm sorry. I missed that. Okay. Like she was like, he brought it up to me before we even saw okay. these text surface. So like, okay, okay. he's been nothing but upfront, which I, I don't, I believe him. Like if I was, I'm horrible at dumping people. So I get his excuse of like, oh, I'll come back to you. I wasn't into, yeah. He was like, I wasn't that into her. I don't know. I, I, I believe what he was saying. It's, it's crappy, but it's like not the worst. It's not going in kissing another girl while you're engaged. Right, right, right. Uh, again, this comes back to like, you don't know what you're yeah. getting yourself into unless you, <laughs> until you're like getting close to the end and things get serious. So if he's like, hey, like I'm just gonna go and I'll probably be gone by week three and we'll come back and you know, maybe I'll get some Instagram ads out of this. <laughs> we can get back to our relationship. But I mean, he obviously likes the girl, yeah. um, but I do think it's rattled. I still think there's gonna be, you know, that's going to kind of come up the whole blackface thing that wasn't brought up. Was it not brought up last week either? Like that's, that's crazy. He did apologize on Instagram last week, they but for the show not to bring it up. They 100% put the text on the screen to distract people. Again, attention span is short. A lot of people fall for it, but it. What text on the screen? Oh, the text message. The text message on the yeah, screen. Yeah, that was like a shocking moment. Both of us were sitting there. We're like, they're not going to show it. They're not going to show it. It's like, yeah. holy crap, are we on, what's the, Springer? Jerry Springer. Jerry, are we on Jerry Springer? <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think it was a smoke and mirror show to, for the show to, again, just, it, they don't, they obviously haven't handled situations in the past the best, but it just, it's even worse when you don't even acknowledge it. I mean, I don't think that the Matt and Rachel 
issue was dealt appropriately, like, you know, it, it perfectly at all. Um, and I don't think this was handled. And it's just amazing that in two years, not even, we had that moment where she's, you know, in a dress. Uh, and, and then we have a blackface moment and they're just come they're just it's just yeah. one one completely 180 they could have given him like obviously it deserves more than this but anything's better than nothing they could have given him a minute to talk and yeah kind of show like this was wrong but by not bringing it up it's like the show's kind of condoning it i don't want him canceled like i'm not no, saying no, that not at all, at all. Like, yeah. I, believe, I don't you know i'm not i'm not into that but i but yeah but that it's just like it's, it's crazy that the the the, the difference in, in the situations i agree with yeah. that like if you do it to someone that like it's got to happen or there's got to be an opportunity to talk about it or discuss it or, or at least bring it up because you can't you can't do one thing one time and then do it completely different the next time. Yeah. And yeah. it's just hypocrisy and the show feels like it's taking steps back again, which sucks as a viewer. All right, guys. I have just minutes left with you. But we must talk about the new bachelor. And that is Zach. And um it's just interesting. <laughs> I'm just not, this is my problem with it. Zach seems like a super nice guy. Not, I'm not against Zach. Um, I am interested as to why they would pick a bachelor from basically the lowest rated season of the bachelorette, because all we're going to do is perpetuate the low ratings. Yes. Because the people who, you know, we, we got a small portion of what was bachelor nation five years ago watching this season so you're not gonna get back any of that old audience by choosing a new guy i really wanted a throwback a stunt casting and when i mean a throwback i'm not saying far far back you don't have to go back like with ari but even like yeah like a like a mike johnson would have been great um because he's still a fan favorite like he he freaking slammed our audrey's our coffee shop and lounge like mm-hmm. insanely um peter i mean man oh man do we love a peter kraus he is a little bit more of a throwback from rachel's season but that is a bachelor you know like i would have if, if you want the two bachelorettes then get your two bachelors with mike and peter and then you can have people from multiple seasons coming together i feel bad for zach getting any hate but i think it's just the fandom being like we need somebody thrilling and you're a nice guy but you're certainly not thrilling your yeah. thoughts he just it's like if you asked an ai system to spit out what the next bachelor is going to look like it was nothing surprising it was just like boring um, I'm huge of like, let's just throw money at Tyler C and get him to do it because that would be amazing to me. Oh, guys, I was on the pay Tyler C train. Like I was chugging on it. We were like, choo, choo, pay Tyler C, give him anything he wants. It's the only way that I thought you could have truly rev- like picked up the franchise. Especially you know, podcast being like, I love to date. I love to date women. Dating is my favorite. I swore <laughs> it was a campaign for him. Who loves to date? He, no, he would be insane to mm-hmm. do it. Absolutely insane to do it. Um, yeah, it would it would give him nothing. He already has so much. And, and, I think, and you want skeletons brought up yeah. and all that BS? Like, that guy would be insane to do it. <laughs> I feel like the past couple times there's been a lead, no one's liked them. Who's I the mean, what left? people really like Gabby. People yeah, are really yes, behind. Okay, them. sorry, but it's like the you talk about a, a, bo- a boy lead because 
well, I mean, Matt, I personally really enjoy mm-hmm. Matt as a human. I think the thing was people were like, a random bachelor? A, a bachelor? A friend of Tyler C? <laughs> Not Tyler's? <laughs> um, but like, you know, he was handsome and uh, we, we liked Matt, right? But like, we just were like, this guy isn't part of the Bachelor Nation. And then we had Clayton, which literally, no offense to Clayton and everyone, and I hate when people say no offense and then totally demoralize them in the next <laughs> sentence. But like nobody cared about Clayton. And <laughs> I think this is the same thing as Clayton. No one really cares. Um, but yeah, I agree with the should have done a throwback. She's like 25. Time. Isn't he young? He's 20. Yeah, he's about to be 26. Okay. Remember, that was like the whole thing in the fantasy suites. It's like, right. are you ready for engagement? You're so young. You're so young. But Ben and Colton were both 26 as well. as Yeah, but Ben's like a, like, how's Ben that? I thought Ben, ben was is like my age. The oldest soul of all time. Ben is the yeah. oldest soul of all time. Uh, but also Matt was like 27, I think. I don't think age Oh, yeah. Matter, I don't. But... Yeah, but then you're bringing on, what are you bringing on girls that are 20? That's why people were pissed about the younger ages because then it's all girls who aren't ready for marriage even though well you guys should go to bachelor data she has a couple posts about this and how like at the end of the day even when people complain about younger ages we've always been within like a year and a half of the same like median or Mm -hmm. average age so so check it out concept of the show it's just young people finding love yeah older people can't but i think it's because the fandom is getting older i think it's more of a millennial show but again bachelor data let us know how you feel how what how the actual stats play out all right i need to uh wrap this but i also cannot leave you without talking about your relationship so i'm going to take a quick break and then get back to your love give us the fairy tale ending that we didn't well we got half of uh yesterday so one second What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works. And for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin for trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it. Where did you hear that rumor, Ben? Oh, Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all. With 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. So like how to budget for a hot date in Malta like Joey went on? (laughs) Yeah. Or how to baby step your way to being a millionaire before you're 35. Okay, I'm looking at this episode on how much people spend on dating apps. So one guy is spending $499 a month. He should really apply for the bachelorette. (laughs) (laughs) Or this one episode, which is what our Amazon purchase history says about us. Why don't you just go and tap that subscribe button, Ashley? 
Um, say less. This is really, really interesting. So to check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Just search Smart Money Happy Hour and hit that subscribe button, which I just did. Your wallet and your next road trip will thank you. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic, Onobotulinum Toxin A, and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. The Home Depot wants every mom to have their own outdoor oasis this Mother's Day. Whether that be a new space to relax or a beautiful garden upgrade, at The Home Depot, you can give mom a gift that's as unique as she is with a stylish and comfortable place to entertain or relax for the mom who does it all. And with convenient delivery, you won't have to stress over getting it to her either. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers for the mom who's great with gardening? Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in our patios, walkways, and gardens with the Home Depot's Mother's Day Savings Event happening now. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Start your Mother's Day shopping and saving today by checking out the Home Depot's extensive selection online at homedepot.com or directly in-store near you with convenient pickup and delivery options. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. And we're back with Anna Redmond and Chris Bukowski. Y'all, how did you meet? How did you fall in love and move in together? Are we living together? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were living together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we are. Um, 
uh, Joe and Serena kind of set us up. We were both single and sad around the holidays. And in Chicago? Uh, You're both from Chicago. Well, Chris lives, Chris has lived everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. He was living in Colorado, but it, his family's here, so he was back, I think it was around Thanksgiving time. Um, we went on a date. It went well. We like each other, and then... I don't know. Here's, here, here's what happened. We'll make it. We'll make this quick and sweet. All right. But also, but also make it romantic. Okay. We have another bachelor nation couple here. It's something to, as Ben would say, celebrate. You know what? It's not that romantic to start because we like got really sick together and all. Oh this. yeah, we both had our second date. We had the stomach flu. It was awful. But also, you, you suffered first. through it together in, yeah, in a hotel we were, room. We yeah. were in Vail. That's gonna sound weird that that was our second date. But it's a long. It was a long distance relationship. So okay, the okay. way to see each other was like kind of to go on a trip, and um, we both got to Vail and we got so sick. Like, thank God the bathroom was kind of like in a way separate area. Like we had this cool suite. <laughs> Otherwise, I think I would have tapped out. Like it was bad. It was so bad. But it was kind of funny because at the end of it, we're like, okay, if we just went through that and we still have feelings for each other. Yes. It's like, it's good. And then yeah, he just kept flying out to see me. We flew back and forth and then now we're in the same city living together, so it's great. Yeah, but mad, mad uh, thanks to Joe, because yeah. we were sitting at a bar, and he's like, you should text or DM Anna, and I'm like, I have no idea who you're talking about, because I really didn't watch the show, and I'm like, oh, she's, you know, pretty, my my type, and um, whatever that is, but yeah, but my type now. Um, and uh, <laughs> he's like, message her right now, so I DM'd her on Instagram, and he's like, you have to go out with her tonight. Uh, but she was in Minnesota, yeah. so we set up a date for the following week, and uh, yeah, um, went on a date, and then kind of reconnected like three, four weeks later in Vail, and got really sick together, and then uh, that's it. Yeah, but it, yeah, it was just crazy. Right when I sat down, I was like, "Dang, he's cute." <laughs> yeah. Did you? Okay. Well, you guys live together, so I'm allowed to ask you this. Like, tell us the moment that you said, "I love you." Uh. It was pretty far in. Was it? I, it was like three months. I told fine. For for me, it was like around Valentine's Day, which was so February, December, or January. Yeah. December. He definitely was more vocal at first, and I was like kind of scared. Um, but then it was just like I don't know, love is love, and it like hits you, and you're like, holy crap, this is great, but also terrifying. So, yeah. <laughs> It doesn't sound great. <laughs> <laughs> but I love it. Did you, so like you move, you're moving in, uh, you've been to get, been in the same place for now for how long? Um, well, we basically lived together since April. I, we haven't like spent time apart since okay. Valentine's Day because we'd be going back and forth. Like I'd spend a week in Colorado and then he'd come and spend like a month in Chicago crashing oh, my place okay. with my roommate. <laughs> it was, it was quite the situation. And then he was back here in Chicago. He got in. He has a condo here, so he was living there for a while. And then I was, we were just yeah. never apart. And that he, his friend wanted to move into his place, and we were like, should we do it? So yeah, yeah. she was saying like, oh, let's do it next March. I'm like, I would have moved in with you like six months ago. I was so. like, really? Oh, I was like, okay, let's do it. How cute. <clears throat> okay, well, my next question was going to be, like, have is there any, like, living situation, like, annoyances so far? But I guess, like, not really. Or, come on. Or, he doesn't or put his fingers back, and he knows that drives me nuts. It's okay. not a big deal. 
That's it. Do you put your hangers back after you take it down? You take, and you put the hangers where the empty hangers are so you, they all don't get lost. Uh, I'm actually 50-50 on this. Sometimes I'll keep it on the chair so that like I have the hanger there when I go and hang up my clothes at the end of the day. Or then sometimes I do put it back with like it hanging up so that I can like see where the spot was. Exactly, Ashley. That's what I do. I put the hanger where I took the shirt off. He takes the shirt off. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. sitting out like it's not in line. Oh, then I am team Chris on this because I like to sit. Like the whole point is so that I know where the hanger is when I hang it up at the end of the day. It's okay. I put it back for him. All right. Well, well then, Chris, what does Anna do that's annoying to you? Um, well, our sleep schedules and our diets are completely different, but okay. she, she, she slurps her food, like her soup, Ooh, her cereal. That's a bad one. Pretty long. <laughs> <laughs> but it's cute, at least when she does it. Like, I can't even eat dinner with my dad because he slurps his soups or like his food so loud. So if it's hot, how do you not slurp it? You're going to burn your tongue. That's so funny. But yeah, those are our biggest grievances with each other. Hangers. Not bad. <laughs> <laughs> not not bad i told jared the other day he was like the way he eats ice cream is like so funny it's not disgusting or anything it's almost like he's like he almost treats it like it's like gold going into his mouth and i'm like the other day i've always said to him like the past couple months i'm like the way you eat ice cream is so funny it's like uh it's the way you it's like i can't you you just like, eat it like it's like a treasure and then the other day I was just like in a mood and I was like, I hate the way you eat ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> you should see her eat. Like we have, have these freeze pops. It's the most obnoxious thing ever. Oh, he does the freeze pops too. Like the old nineties things that are long and he pushes <laughs> them through. He does the, he, he eats those like multiple times a day. I'm like, I get that you're enjoying it. But like, can you enjoy it a little bit quieter? <laughs> <laughs> Put your fingers back and maybe. <laughs> okay, that might be an issue that grows. We'll see. Um, but guys, I do think that you are a very cute couple. And I have really enjoyed and appreciated you being here with me today. I think that we're on the same page about a lot of things. We, think we had a really good, thorough, understanding conversation of what went on. And um, I'm just glad that I got to do it with you. Yeah. Aww. Thanks for having Thanks. us, Ashley. Thank and um, be sure me. to say hi to Jared, too. Mm -hmm. I will. I will. All right. I'm going to Italy. Yes. Thanks. I'm excited. I'll go slurp my gelato. And my yes! Pasta. <laughs> okay. <laughs> See you guys. All right. Bye. Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it, Ben. Where did you hear this? On Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all. With 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. Ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this. To check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic, Onobotulinum Toxin A, and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good.
What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth: no matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. Childproofing people's homes is hard, but Duracell is making it just a bit simpler. Not only are they committed to educating parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of battery safety— They also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Duracell even features child-secure packaging designed to avoid accidental opening. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely, available on 2032, 2025, and 2016 sizes. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.